This is the Business Storytelling Show with Christoph Trapp. Name a top 20 storytelling podcast and a top 5% podcast globally. Christoph chats with thought leaders and experts to share tips and tricks that can help you tell your company's stories better to drive business results. Available wherever you listen to podcasts, live streamed on major social media channels, and part of the DB&A television network, available on most U.S. television sets and streaming on Roku and Amazon Fire. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Let's go. Business storytellers, how is everyone doing? Today, we want to talk about virtual reality production and why you should do it as a brand. So here, let me give you the the, the quick rundown why I recommend that you do virtual reality video. Now, it is a differentiator. I don't see too many brands that are currently doing doing it. So that alone is a differentiator to you know create content in this manner, create content in virtual reality in videos that can you know look differently, that make a, an impact that look all inclusive, so to speak. You know, you can see um, so much more. Um, Guys, we are live streaming this on Amazon Live. So if you're listening to the podcast version, I will send a link as well to the video version so you can take a look. But let me give you, I'm I'm just going to show this to you here on the live stream. So this was shot, shot with an Insta360. And at that time, it cost like $72. Now they have much more advanced models. It was early on. Um, you know, it's uh, stuff advances all the time, right? Stuff evolves. So super cool. But here's what I did. See, you can even see people walking around in the background. And basically, I just put this camera, I attached it to my phone, and then it just, you know, captures the entire room. It's super, super cool. So here, I'm actually interviewing this lady. I don't remember what this is, Tidali Outdoor Living. Um, but basically, I'm interviewing her, and I'm recording the audio on the one device, and then the the um, I combine it later. Actually, one of my editors did to combine it later. But so that's how that works. You just put it in, and you can go around the room Um, Super cool, right? You can actually see the room, see what's going on. Like, you know, you can't feel, obviously, maybe it's the next um, evolution of all these different things that you can touch and feel what's going on. That would be something, right? Um, But for now, at the very least, oh, didn't mean to, oh, look at this. So when I, I can zoom in pretty easily here, very interesting how that works. Um, and you can go over the room, and then, of course, I'm going to turn this on for a second here. You probably can't hear that because the, my my speaker is way over there, um, you know, so you probably can't hear that. But at the end of the day, you can look around the room, and it's super awesome. Also, on YouTube, it actually um, highlights your videos differently. So let me show you. So the 360 ones right here. 360, 360, um, and let's see. Let's see if we can find any more. We'll click on video. But I produce these guys with like equipment that isn't even that expensive, and the equipment is now currently down there in the carousel on Amazon. 
if you're listening on the podcast version, make sure that you click on over if you want to check that out. I want to find a couple more here maybe to show you uh, right here, Neocon Pavilion. Um, basically, you show off an area. You can just show off what's going on, um, what people can see, and it's very interactive. So the way people can watch this is there's a couple of different ways to do it. One is the way I'm doing it right here. You know, you can just move around with your mass, uh, with your mouse, and you can see what's going on. So again, I just put it Actually, yeah, I put it on a chair. So sometimes people look at it. So this gentleman right here, he's checking it out, I think, quickly walking by. And then you can see the other parts of um, the area. So not super visual here because these are samples right here and there. But um, the concept, think about the concept of how you would use this for your brand and i think the way you want to think about it is what do you have to say what do you have to say and what do you have to show um, that might be worthwhile for people to watch in 360 or vr now most everything that i currently do because i'm really not traveling too much isn't truly like VR material, right? So if like for the live stream, it definitely works just to be two-dimensional. I'm not so convinced that it would actually help me to live stream shows in 360. I really wouldn't. I really don't. Now, there is a way to do it. You can actually do it by pushing it to YouTube, um, and then you can live stream to YouTube, but... Um, usually what I found is it's much better if you do the, if you do, um, the, the virtual reality if there's something visual. So, for example, you go to a conference. I know the conferences are going to pick up again at some point here. And, um, you know, anything visual. Here's another example. And I would highly recommend that any company that doesn't do this already um, you know, to, to actually start doing an active shooter training. Unfortunately, it hurts me to have to say this, but yes, I think it's definitely something we're trying. I learned a lot going through this. So basically what they did here, the sheriff's office, I'm not being much of a help because I'm holding the camera here with the one hand and basically um, on a, on a, um, invisible selfie stick. So it's super cool because, so you can't see the camera because the camera is actually, I think up here, if I remember, which I, I've used a couple of different versions now of cameras that you can um, that you can try. And they do all have their um, positives and negatives, um, just like any product, you know. Um, but the first one I use for Insta360, um, I really, it really worked well. It was, um, it's a fantastic product. Um, I wouldn't say that if I didn't mean it. Uh, and, you know, the, the biggest thing with some of the cameras that you have to attach to your phone is that you have to take the case off your phone. So that's a little bit of a problem for me because, you know, I I have a case on my phone. I have a case on my iPad. I have a case on everything because 
I drop stuff all the time, you know? So that's why that's important for me to actually have, to have the protect. So that's a little bit of uh, a problem for a guy like me. Now, uh, you can also just take it off. You can also use an older iPhone, you know, if you have um, like an old one lying around. That's another thing I did before. Basically, I just had one I used for this and then one that was my main one. And um, so there you go. That's just something to think about. But as you can see here, so these ladies are all at work while I'm just um, holding up the camera. And basically what we're doing here is um, there's the, the active shooter is going to come in and, you know, um, we're trying how to protect ourselves from an active shooter. And uh, spoiler alert, using a table like this is not it. Um, but that's kind of the lesson, you know, so so we learn what we should be doing and what we shouldn't be doing and what doesn't work and whatever. So let me run this video here, basically. So they're putting it up. See, and I'm kind of falling back there. And now in a minute, I think the shooter comes in. So there I'm standing up to get the video. And um, I don't know if he pointed at me or not. I thought he did. And, you know, we were all, unfortunately, um, would have been hurt if that was a real scenario. But what you can see is because this is a very interactive situation, um, this worked, right? Um um, this storytelling works in that kind of scenario. The other one I want to show you, this is from a trip to Germany a couple years ago now. And basically what I, this is leap hair. And basically what they do is they have a testing, they test these big pieces of machinery um, on this track. And I thought there was like an opening, maybe there isn't. Um, but basically I'm, I'm on, I'm on, I'm just taking a trip around the the trek there. And as you can see, it's super bumpy because it's actually going around. So this is not just me moving it around. But I could actually hold it still. Um, you know, it's like now we're sideways. So there's a little bit of um, planning involved when you do these uh, super active things. But as you can see here, it is actually, it's very kind of interesting to see that, to to, to drive around um these areas and um you know be able to watch it in 360 so just take a look at this even i mean it seems like a wider shot to me uh you know the point on all this is that if your brand has visual content has something to show off whether it's a showroom whether it's equipment whether it's whatever you know, like even in here in my office now, I probably could consider doing VR, even though it's probably not as interesting because I am just sitting here, right? I'm not necessarily, there isn't much to see. Um, I got my virtual backdrop. I know people care about that every once in a while. But when you have anything that is so visual like these things, um, I really think it's worth trying um and seeing what works i mean i've had one of these videos um, a, a few thousand views i mean that's how many youtube videos you know do you guys have that um that have a few thousand views i mean it's not that common right it's um content creation and content distribution take a lot of time and a lot of energy and sometimes a lot of budget 
So it's just something to keep in mind. Um, how do you stand out to your audience? How do you how do you uh, create content that is different from what everybody else is doing? So this is one way to do it. Um, I think it's easier and easier. Uh, if you're watching on the live stream, you can see I have one of these headsets on. The biggest problem with VR content right now. So let me just show you how this works quickly. So basically, I put the phone in here, the, the version I have. Um, you put the phone up in here. And then once it's in there, you close it up. And now you can watch whatever you're watching. So any video on YouTube, you can actually, um, you can actually watch them in VR. Um, whether they were shot in VR or not. And, you know, the experience is kind of limited depending on what the device is, uh, what the what the video is about. So if it's like if you're watching this show in VR, I mean, seriously, what's what's the point, right? There isn't much to see. You can't really look around much. But if I'm doing something interactive, I'm going to the gym or I'm doing whatever, you know, that might be worthwhile. And I think it's becoming easier and easier to um, to do, to, to use, and um, to help you stand out. Let's see if we can see here how many views this video had. Maybe, I don't remember if it was that one um, or what. Let's see. So 500 views, not terrible. I mean, it is very B2B. So we always have to remember that um, B2B audiences are not as big as B2C, right? I know that can be hard to remember and hard to, you know, put top of mind. Here's another try. As you can see, it's still the lighting is not perfect. Uh, of course, you know, this is streaming from my one monitor to switcher to, you know, to you guys. But I, I, I wanted to play around with it. So I recorded my presentation in VR, which, you know, look, it's kind of weird, right? Because you are, like, I'm right behind this guy right here. You can't actually read his notes, um, but that's, um, you know, it, it's kind of interesting to to see how that works. And then other people, this is pre-COVID, of course, as you can see, um, people not wearing masks or, you know, pretty close to each other. So I don't know that that's, necessarily the best use of VR video, honestly, just a guy talking. Um, but if you're showing something or live streaming it anyways, why not play with it? I mean, you can totally watch this. I always find it interesting when people take pictures of my slides. So, but at the end of the day, you can live stream like this and you can watch it on your regular monitor, right? So it's not like you that don't have a headset can't watch it they still can't watch it it's just a different um, experience and you can still kind of look around and see what the thing looks like i think that's kind of cool on its own quite frankly but um so anyway that's kind of what i um what i did there um all the products that we are listing on the amazon live um, i think they're all worth testing out checking out um, but like anything, figure out how you can tie it all in your strategy. How do you fit it into Create Ones, Publish Everywhere? How do you make sure that it fits, right? So if I'm doing a VR live stream, for example, um, maybe I should just do it off my regular live stream. And then basically, you know, 
that's an extension. So I'm not necessarily um, doing different things that have nothing to do with anything. I'm just tying it all together. So keep that in mind as you're thinking about doing VR. Um, the quality is getting better and better. You know, it really is. The, I think the problem sometimes can be that the lighting everywhere is uneven, right? So here in my office, in my my studio, so to speak, I got the lighting set up in the in the best possible way, right? If I may say so myself. But at the end of the day, it's you know it is about what um, um, how I want to show up, what I want to show, et cetera, et cetera. So what happens here? is that um, it's it's set up in the right way. You might not have as much control as I have of my, of my studio here, right? And that's just something to keep in mind because at the end of the day, you do want it to look good, but there is value, in my opinion, to do stuff, content, A, that nobody else is currently doing. So... Keep that in mind. That's my stand on virtual reality content creation. I do think most brands can do it. I do think most brands should try to do it. I don't see any reason why why you wouldn't. Um, and you know, products are so easy um, to get. You know, and so there's really a couple of different ways too to do it. Just I want to mention this quickly. One is you can have the invisible selfie stick that I showed you. And then one is you can have, um, you can just put it on a tripod, right? So if I wanted to put the camera in the middle of a room on a tripod, that's one way to do it. If, I, um, if, if I'm in motion, if I'm moving, then I want to use the invisible selfie. So just keep that in mind. Um, lots of things to consider, lots of things to try. Just make sure it's part of your strategy. I'm Christoph Trapp. Thanks for tuning in. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review our show on your favorite podcast channels. And don't forget to share this episode with your networks. We appreciate you. Until next time, let the best stories win. Stories win.